everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Engage to Flourish podcast. This is Damon. I got Brett with me, and we have three more of our magnetic team that went to YWAM. We have Sam and Sydney Lee, and we have Sean Kim. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Hey. All right, so we've been in this little season on our podcast of being able to hear from the team that went to YWAM and just have you guys share about the different experiences you had on our trip. And a lot of it seems to really fit in the season we're in at our church. Uh, you know, we're in a season that's, we're talking about facing giants. And for a lot of people, evangelism can seem like a huge giant. So we really wanted a chance to hear from you guys about just the different ways that you guys were experiencing the Lord on this trip. And on a trip that for many of us might seem like it's a huge, giant, huge, scary thing. So we just wanted to hear from you guys. So Sam, why don't you get it started? How was the trip for you, and what were some things that got highlighted to you while you were there? The trip was uh, was very good, I would say. Um, so, for me, there was a, you said Gavin talked about it a little bit, but there was like an overarching theme of like surrender throughout mm. the trip. Um, and I think that really started, um, well, I mean, it started like back months ago when we started doing trainings and stuff. Um, because when I signed up to go for the trip, I was like, I know I need to go, right? But uh, at the same time, I didn't really, not that I didn't want to go, but there is, you know, a, sw- a slight bit of like, I'm kind of anxious to go because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think for a lot of people, evangelism's kind of scary. And the same thing is for me where it's like, um, I already am kind of not super comfortable just like going up and talking to people. So, um going up and talking to people like about like my faith is kind of like, you know, um, a little scary. So I think it really started back then where it's like, I have to surrender like my fear of this uh, so I can, you know, go towards this. Cause I knew that there would be good that came out of it. And I knew that it was something that I felt very strongly like called to, but um, I had to do that. So through that process, you know, um, slowly I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I can do this or whatever. But it really started uh, the Sunday when we left. Um, you know, people were praying for us and stuff. And someone had this, uh, they prayed for me and they got like an image of uh, like me kneeling at a cross. And they said that I was like surrendering something. And uh, she asked like if I do what it was. And I was like, I don't know. But um, so, yeah, that, that kind of kicks it off. And I was um, the first day. The first full day after we got there, we did devotions in the morning, and I was like, I'm getting this theme of surrender. Mm. Um, and I didn't quite know what that meant yet. So the first day we did, it's called the Salem Plunge. Um, it's like a prayer walk, basically, where you just walk around and talk to people. Um, and you just ask them if there's anything, like, you can pray pray for them and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, so I went into that, and uh, to be honest, for like the first like half hour or whatever, I like did not talk to anyone. Um, just because I was like scared of it, you know. Um, there's uh Salem's like an interesting place where I wouldn't say it's like it's not like unsafe or anything that much, but there's definitely like um I would say there's kind of like an edge to it mm. where um you can tell some people like uh, if you approach them, you know, 
you you have to give off the the right vibes i guess <laughs> you know um but yeah so I, I was just really scared of it and you know i did end up talking to some people with my group and stuff but um after coming back from that i didn't wouldn't say i felt like i failed but i felt like there was like a sense of i could have done more mm. uh, that time so after that um i was like you know i was i was kind of i would say sad about it but it felt kind of bad because i was like you know, I'm capable of more and I know that God is calling me to do more. Um, so, uh, we had worship, I think that night or the next morning or whatever, but we had, we had worship at some point and I got the image of like the, the kneeling thing again, right. Where, um, I felt like I was supposed to kneel during worship and, um, I, I wasn't able to do it. I don't know why, but I just couldn't, right? Uh, so I talked about this with my prayer pals, which is uh, Gavin and Evan. And um, they... It, it sounds cooler when you say it, because when Gavin was said, it's like Sam and Evan. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it sounds cooler. It's oh, Gavin and Evan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool, because I said that, and they were like, yeah, they, they felt similar things. And uh, they both were like, sort of like held back on it, right? Mm. Um, so to me, that was like confirmation that surrender was like a theme of this trip. Mm. And I think it was very like comforting to know that other people were feeling the same way as me. So from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to surrender, I guess. Um, so the next outreach we did the next day was, uh, door to door and leading up to the trip. That was the thing I was like the most scared about, I would say, because, I know, like, personally, if I saw someone, you know, just walk up to my door, you know, I'd, I'd be a little nervous, <laughs> I would say. Um, so I was like, how would that make someone else feel, like, seeing me, you know, walk up and be like, hey, you know? So going into that, I was that was the thing I was most scared about. I'd heard about, you know, from people who went last time. But I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And it ended up being, like, really good. Mm. Um, my group, we got rejected every time. <laughs> um you know, everyone was like, no, thanks. I'm good. But, you know, we just prayed over the houses. We prayed over the neighborhood. And I left that feeling like a lot better about it because I was like, it felt good to be like obedient to it and willing to do it. Mm. And I was surrendering that part of like, I'm scared of this or whatever. Um, and then I think it was that night we had another, we had ministry night, I think, or yeah, something, but we had worship after and there was, so they use YouTube videos for the songs cause they couldn't get the worship team to come back, I think, or something during our night session. Um, but during the first song, it was, it was hard to pay attention, right? Because there's a lot going on. Some people, you know, were leaving and stuff. Um, but I was like, I need to focus in. Right. And during the first song, I got the, the sense again, that was like, you need to kneel. And then also you need to kneel with Evan and Gavin. So when the first song was uh, sort of wrapping up and it's almost at the end, I went and got Evan and Gavin and I was like, yo, I think we need to, we need to kneel. And I was like, I think this is God giving us a chance at redemption, you know? Mm. Um, so, and the next song was, a, um, so I didn't say this earlier, but, um, the song where I felt it the strongest the first time to like kneel was about like surrender. Right. 
And then the next song after the first song, so I'd gathered everyone at this point and we were like kneeling. Next song started and it was that same song. Mm-hmm. And I think that was that was really confirmation to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from that moment on, like me and like our whole group were like, we're just going to go for it and stuff. And it was hard sometimes because, um, you know, one of the, the last outreach we did was called Treasure Hunt. It was like, you're supposed to just sense what God's telling you. You go out and find people that uh, you're trying to bless or you want to pr- pray for, or like, you know, talk talk about Jesus too. Um, so I was in a group with uh, like Garrett and Kayla and we walked around and for the first like half an hour again, like we didn't talk to anyone because we kind of just felt nothing. Um, and it really sucked. Um, well, it felt, it felt kind of bad because, you know, in the van we were all talking about how like, oh yeah, we're ready to go. And, um, we were all like, yeah, we're just, we're going to go out there and we're going to be willing and do whatever. But for the first like half hour, we just like all collectively, like just felt nothing. Um, so, you know, we walked around for a little bit and then, uh, Garrett prayed for a guy and I'm sure he talked about it. So I won't talk about it too much, but, um, that led to Kayla praying for like this family, um, who were putting up posters and they're like, their uh, uh, their grandson was missing. And, um, yeah, I think in retrospect, I realized that that's God's timing because mm. if we hadn't walked around for half an hour in the mall trying to find people and then felt nothing then we wouldn't have been there at that point in time, mm. Gary wouldn't have been able to go to that guy as he walked out of the store to like, you know, pray for him. Um, and if Garrett hadn't um, been there to talk to that guy, we wouldn't, we would have kept going down the street and we wouldn't have gone back to see the family putting up the posters. Mm. And then it's all, it's all like, you know, like a chain reaction where later we went to a coffee shop and one of the things we talked about was we wanted to pay for someone's drink. That was something that we felt like was on our hearts. And if we hadn't been at the coffee shop at that point in time, cause there was like no one around cause it was like hot. Um, but if we hadn't been at that coffee shop at that moment in time, we wouldn't have been able to do that. But Kayla was able to pay for someone's drink. Um, and part of that was, I felt like I'm going to buy a drink and then we're going to go give it to someone, you know? Um, and I felt, I felt very strongly about that. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So we went to this like plant store, uh, and, uh, before we went out, I got this, like, just the color red, I would say. And walking up to this plant store, right, I saw through the window, like, I noticed there was, like, a lot of red clay pots. And I was like, yeah, this is it. And so I walked in there. I was like, hey. <laughs> uh, he was really nice. You know, I talked to him. I was like, yo, do you want this? I was you know, I didn't say that, but, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. And then he was, he was like, nice. But he was like, no, that's not really my thing. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, can I pray for you and stuff? And he was like, no, and he turned me down. And I felt like, you know, kind of back to the first day, I felt really bad about it at first because I was like, was that who I was supposed to talk to or did I miss or whatever? Um, but I think, like what Kayla and Garrett said and uh, Auntie Marcy said, like really like helped me understand it more. It's not always about getting like a yes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Kayla said, like, if God made us walk around like for an hour and a half just so we could pray for those those two groups of people and pay for that person's drink um, and get rejected by that guy, you know, he would do it again because that was his plan for us that day. And, you know, it sucks because, you know, we were, we were all like really fired up and ready to go and stuff. But um, she was like, just being obedient is what we're called to do. Right. And I think that really like put into perspective for me where it's like, mm. um, you know, I like to, not necessarily win, but I like to succeed and stuff, you know? Um, and I think like realizing that success is not always like getting a yes. Um, that was really impactful for me. And I think like looking back, I was like, uh, I surrendered there where I was, I was willing to do whatever. And, um, you know, sometimes God will lead you to go pray for someone and do all this and stuff. And sometimes he'll lead you to get rejected uh, just so that you can plant that seed. And I think that was um, kind of like the the fulfillment of like this theme of surrender, mm. where surrender is not always, it doesn't always result in something that you like, but um, in the end, it gets you to to what God wants to accomplish rather than what you want to accomplish. So um, yeah, I think that was, that was my main kind of theme this trip. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. I I could hear from you sharing. There's already this maturation that happened just in that mm. short short span of time. I mean, when you're talking about surrender, surrendering is no easy thing. And um, I know for myself, when it comes to things that I fear or struggle with, I often want to try to to fight them. Right? Mm-hmm. I want to battle them. You know, surrendering is typically a associated with throwing in the white towel and giving up. Mm. And oftentimes for me, that's the hardest. And so to see you and hear how you went through that journey is um, a victory and testament in, in itself, because the more that you're allowing God to work through you, and even if it doesn't result in like a yes, like you said, like you are becoming and um, walking the way that God wants you to. And in the end, you know, we know that he holds the victory, right? And so mm. don't worry, Sam, you're going to get a win. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> And I liked how you were talking about obedience too. You know, I think that it feels like as we've been talking about people or with people about the YWAM trip, mm-hmm. that that seems like a common theme. It's just mm-hmm. the obedience mm-hmm. and how God is really highlighting that aspect over, you know, the obedience is more important than sacrifice. The obedience is more important than getting a yes. The mm-hmm. obedience is more important, you know, and really God is just calling us to be his disciples. And what that looks like is we're obedient to him as our master. And so I think that your story is really a story of you taking steps of obedience, even when you don't want to, or even when mm-hmm. it's scary, or even when it's, you know, like surrender, that means I'm, usually you surrender when you know you're going to lose, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I want to win, I don't want to lose, right? But really it's it's about, you know, the obedience is more important than even me getting the win, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I want to be obedient. And so I really appreciate your story, Sam, and your journey and how that's highlighting the obedience that you, you had in going on the trip as well as what you actually did on the trip. That That's super cool. All right, Sean, you've been itching. I can tell you've been itching <laughs> to start sharing. You know, um, it's been cool to hear you share in the past about your different trips that you've gone on and the retreat. And so wanted to 
give you a, ch- a chance to share about your YWAM trip. And hopefully this time you're a little bit more awake than last time. <laughs> uh, you know, since last time you were coming off of your huge retreat and then right before that coming off of your missions trip and we're, we were kind of ambushed you in the middle of a service. <laughs> so Sean, how was uh, the YWAM trip for you? Was it what you expected or was there, was it different? Uh, okay. So going in, I'd say there were like a lot of expectations, uh, like especially going to Mexico on my first missions trip. Like I did, like I didn't want to like set those like expectations like super high, like like what I experienced in Mexico. But like at the same time, it was just kind of lingering there. I was just like, oh shoot, like I know like God probably has something different, but there's still like a di- like I could still kind of like hope like there was like a little bit of like Mexico and like. Uh, YWAM um so when I got there like it was totally different and um at first I was like a little bit like huh like something is like (laughs) 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 like something something's different and I was like oh shoot like like I guess like God wants something different for us and um I don't know I think just throughout the trip like what God was trying to teach me was just how to focus on what he has for us now. And I think that was something I even, like, struggled with, like, before the trip, is trying to hold on to, like, the things that have happened in, like, the past and the ways that, like, God has, like, touched me. Um, instead of just focusing on what he has uh, for us, like, now. Um, and that was tough because, like, I had to, like, face, like, the rea- like the reality of, like, where I was and, like, my relationship with God and um, just seeing, like, wow, like, like I really haven't, like, been living my life for him and, and yeah, like, surrendering, like what Sam was talking about. So. Okay, so on, on the trip, what were some of the challenges for you in going or stepping out? What were some of the things that were challenging for you and and what did God show you as you confronted some of those challenges okay so wait was ropes course day two? Oh yeah okay okay all right so day two is like like the like I faced so many of my fears on day two bro <laughs> like it was crazy <laughs> um all right so first Do you have a big bruise like Matt no, <laughs> oh my gosh. not like that bro I'm I'm like a sucker for pain so like I that's why, like, I was so scared. But, anyways, um, we did ropes course first, right? We did door to door in the morning and then ropes course in the afternoon. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'll say. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so on the first day, I was really scared. Um, I was still kind of scared by the end of it. But going to day two, I was like, oh shoot, like door to door, like, kind of like what Sam was feeling, like, oh shoot, like we actually have to go up to like doors and like just be like. Hey, like, can I pray for you? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I already, f- like, feel, like, awkward just, like, talking to people, like, random people, like, already. So I was like, bro, like, how am I going to, like, talk about my faith and, like, ask people, <laughs> like, if I can, like, pray for them? <laughs> um, But going into it, like, in the van, I was like, oh, shoot, bro, like, we're actually doing this right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I was in a group with uh, Ashley and Kayla, 
And before before we went out or before we went into like the area that we were supposed to go and we prayed again because I was just like, oh my gosh, bro, like we need to pray. Like, <laughs> like I'm kind of like freaked out right now. And I think I was like went into the first house or went up to the first house. My mindset was just kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. Like, dude, like I'm like so scared right now and like, I'm just, I, I like, I don't know what to expect. I've never done anything like this before, you know? So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And we went for it and we got like six rejections like in a row. So I was like, okay, well, what is God doing here? <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, nonchalant. Well, yeah, we got six, six rejections in a <laughs> row. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I was just like, huh, like, okay, okay. Like, like they taught us to be like, like I guess thankful for like rejections mm. in a way I don't know how to exactly explain it so I was like all right cool rejections you know so we still pray for the houses um but as we were going to the corner that we were supposed to turn on um I saw this like couple who was like washing the car outside and low-key they looked like pretty intimidating so I was like mm. but then I like I felt like God like putting on my heart just to like go up to them and like talk to them so I was like, I told like Ashley and Kayla, I was like, hey, like let's just, let's go over there, let's talk to them, um, and I felt like they were a little hesitant too, and like deep down, like I was too as well, um, but we went up to them, and they were like, I think they've been eyeing us for a little bit. They're like, what is this? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> like why are they like going up to like every door? <laughs> so we went up to them, and um, it turned out they were believers too, and that was like really cool. Cause they got, they actually like pray for us. I was like, wow, like God, now I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, and I think that was just a total like confidence boost. And I think that's what that got like God knew, like that's what we needed in that moment. Um, and yeah, we also got to pray for them, but like, it was really awesome that they poured into us. And, um, oh, another cool thing was, um, Kayla and I, like, Kayla and I connected on like so many like levels during this trip. I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> like, and I think one, one feeling I would share was like, Oh, like, should we like, like ask them like about their faith and stuff. Um, but as they pray for us, like we both sense like, okay, we, we know they're like actually believers. Um, I mean, not like kind of in the way they pray, but just also like, like with like, you can just tell from the way they were like, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but we we both sense that yeah, like they were both believers, and uh, that was really cool. So, um, yeah. After that, we went up to we turned the corner, and then we went to another house, and there was this lady, uh, with her dogs, and they were like yapping, <laughs> and um, she was really nice actually. Um, but we asked if we could pray for her and she was like already very like open about her feelings about Christianity and stuff and how she's been losing faith and she's talking about how like all oh, like all these awful things happen in the world like if God is like all merciful like why would he like allow these things to happen and we, we had like a really good conversation about it and uh she also said her neck was like hurting because she was like sewing for like a kind of a what's it called like like an organization that like does stuff for like a charity yeah like a charity, charity. <laughs> oh my gosh. okay 
yeah, charity. <laughs> and um, so we, I don't know if anyone's like told you about this yet, but we had like a teaching about like healing and like um, how we could pray for he- uh, pray for healing for others. No one has shared this yet, so let's go, let's go, bring yeah. it, Sean. Yeah, that was awesome. I love the guy who shared it because he was like, his name is Jordan, and he was just like, he he wasn't like the most like passionate speaker i would say but he was like just a dude and like that just helped me like relate to him in so many mm-hmm. ways like he was just like oh yeah like you know like you don't have to be like super elaborate like with the way that you like pray for them just keep it simple and truly believe and i was like oh wow like yeah <laughs> i feel this guy man <laughs> and um so yeah we tried praying for her um and another thing that jordan said was like oh you know like sometimes like it just doesn't work, you know, it, or like, th- like, that's not like what God wants. Um, so, you know, it wasn't like immediate, like fully healed, but she said like, Oh, it's feeling a little better. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And I think what we got out of that was just, uh, even more confidence just to like talk to people and, um, talk, talk about her faith. I think that was really good. And, um, yeah, it wasn't like she like gave her life to Jesus in that moment, but like, at the same time, a seed was planted, and I think that's what—that's truly like what God was like using us for—is planting seeds um, out in Salem. So, yeah, that was cool. Like we literally like only talked to like three people, like with the couple and that one lady. But I think even for the people that we like just knocked on their doors and like asked them if we could pray for them, like like we we planted seed there too. So uh, yeah, I think it it's. It's cool to hear from your perspective, especially in terms of the healing and, and praying for healing and how excited you are that like anyone can do this. Like it's just this normal dude. It's not like, oh, you have to be a super, you know, you know, super pastor. Or you have to be super evangelist or, you know, but just this normal dude. And I can relate to that. So maybe I can pray for someone. And then you actually did and stepped out in, in faith because I mean, that takes a lot of faith, especially if you don't know if the person's a believer or not, to be able to say, hey, can I pray for healing over you? And then for you to do it, I think that is um, a big step. And to see you actually taking that, it's it's really encouraging. And, you know, that strengthens my faith to think, wow, like our youth are really taking some of the things that they're learning. We might not even, you know, know what they're picking up or not, but you know, some of the stuff that we're talking about, they're hearing and they're actually trying to do it. And so it's it's cool to see, Sean, that you were able to take that step and pray for her and actually to see some results, right? You said she felt better. Not all the way gone, but she did feel better. Yeah. It was it was low-key awkward too. <laughs> like I was like uh, I was like, yo, like, uh mind if I like pray for your neck? And then she was like, Oh yeah, sure. And then, like, I, w- I was thinking about, like, what Jordan said. I was like, okay, keep this nice and simple. So I was just like, Lord, in Jesus' name, bring bring healing to, uh, I forgot her names, but, like, her neck. And then I just took a long pause. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, amen. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that, that was just another part of, like, stepping out in faith. So, All right, thank- thanks for sharing. Uh, Sydney, um, you've been on a YWAM trip before too, right? I have. I went in 2019, so going into my freshman year of high school. 
And now I'm a senior, well, a graduated senior. Yeah, you're not a senior anymore. Uh, you're, you're a college student now. A soon-to-be college freshman, I suppose. So for you, um, you know, some of these other people that have gone on the trip, they didn't really know too much of what to expect because they hadn't gone before. But you, being a veteran, had some <laughs> previous expectations. Was this trip, um, you know, similar to the one you had on before? Was it different? Uh you know, how was it for you? Um, I think that some aspects were very similar. Like, obviously, it's in the same place, and we went door-to-door the first time. But it's also very different because the first time that we went, it was just our youth group. Mm. And then this time coming, um, we joined another group. They're from Toledo, Washington. And that was certainly a different aspect to the trip. And I think that was really cool. Um, going into the trip, I was like, God, like, what do you want me to do this trip, right? And the thing that I felt God say to me was, like, your mission is to minister to the people on the base and in the other youth group. Mm. And I think when I heard that, I was like, uh, God, (laughs) this is a mission trip. Don't you want me to talk to the people on the streets or whatever? And he was like, no, like, the youth group, that's where you need to be. And I was like, um, okay. And so I went into it and I kind of was like worried that I was going to like not care about or like I guess I was worried that I was going to be so focused on like ministering to the other group that I wasn't going to be able to like minister to people in the street. Mm. And I think that was something I was worried about. But anyway, like I took that mission from God and I was like, okay, like we're going to do this and we're going to do this well. So um, the first day (laughs) I met a girl and her name was Haley. Haley, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> um, and the moment I met Haley, she's from the other group. I was like, oh my gosh, me and Haley are going to be besties. Mm. And so, you know, I was like, okay, like we're going to be friends with the Toledo group because we're going to spend the whole week with them. Like, like we have to be friends, right? So I was, I drummed up conversation because, you know, that's who I am. I have a lot of woo, as they say, which stands for winning others over <laughs> um, i thought it was because you're a cheerleader and you go Woo-woo! <laughs> well that too <laughs> but anyway so i took that and i was like okay like i'm gonna become friends with them that's what god wants me to do so i pretty quickly i would say became friends with the girls and i was like oh my gosh like what are you up to whatever and the cool thing was me and Haley are like very similar i would say we play like similar roles in our youth groups and, like, certain things that she would do, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I do that, too. <laughs> and I think that was really cool to be, like, a bridge between the two groups. Like, mm. because we connected so hard that first day, I feel like it paved a way for the other kids to, like, be like, oh, my gosh, like, what's your name? And I think, like, that really helped us to become friends with the Toledo kids. And then it was really cool because on one of the ministry nights, I felt God say, okay, go pray for Haley. (laughs) I was like, okay, here we go. Because I felt like that was what God had called me to do this trip. So I went up to her and I was like, hey, like, can I pray for you? And she was like, yeah, yeah. So I got to pray for her and, you know, whatever. And then Haley kind of told me that, like, wow, like at our church, we don't really get prayed over like that, you know? And I think I also prayed for like other Toledo kids too. And I think that was something that they told us, like, that's not really something that they do at their church, Mm. which is very different because, like, at Catalyst, like, 
people are getting prayed for every week, right? <laughs> you know, like since you're like a little kid to whenever, like you're getting prayed over. And I think to get to share that with them and to pray over them, maybe for the first time, like that was really cool. Mm. And I could tell like it meant a lot to them. And like in that moment, I think I was like, okay, like I get it. I get why I'm supposed to be praying and ministering to the kids on the base, Mm. you know? Um, And like, obviously I still got to pray for people in the streets, but I felt like, yeah, like this is why God wants me on this trip. And this is why he wants me to (laughs) become friends with the Toledo kids and win them over. Right. Yeah. I think it, it just highlights the theme of obedience, you know, you had originally gone on this trip to share the gospel with people in Salem and go on the streets and do that type of ministry, but really God had a different, I mean, that was part of the plan, but it wasn't the whole plan that God Mm -hmm. had for you. And so for you to be obedient and take the steps that God wanted you and then to see fruit from it, Mm -hmm. that's really cool. And I think that was that you and Haley were a big part of the (laughs) the two groups coming together. And, you know, that's something that some of the other people that I've shared about was just the connection that you guys were able to have with the group from Toledo. That's very, very different culturally (laughs) (laughs) and everything from, from our group. And also to be able to bring, you know, some of the things that we just think are normal. Like this is, Mm -hmm. this is what we grew up with. This is normal (laughs) in our church, but to recognize it's not normal for everyone, Yeah, you know, and to bring that to, some of these other churches and to help them to experience God in a new way that, you know, maybe sometimes we take for granted that. And, and he wanted to show them something more. And I think that's cool that you were able to be part of the facilitation of, Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. I mean, from what you're sharing, I, I really admire your, um, I think you were living out even the mission of our church, like you understanding how God has created you to be one mm-hmm. that is friendly to strike up conversation, to woo people. And <laughs> and then Woo-hoo. he's calling, he's, <laughs> he's, he's calling you to do that to even those that you're just surrounded by. And so, um, you know, big, big ups to you for living out that, that, that design and who you are and understanding that and then stepping into it is, is another thing. And I think for each of you, yeah, this, the theme of obedience and, you know, it's easy when you hear the stories now about all these things that God has done and what has happened. And in hindsight, it's like, Oh my gosh, that was so awesome. Right. But to get to hear the behind the scenes to hear the, no, I was nervous at first or I couldn't do it in the beginning or I like it, it it gives people a, a reality of like when, when we journey with God, it's not always about that, destination but it's about that journey and to hear your guys's journey even in this ywam trip has been super inspiring it's it's definitely fired damon and i up we've gotten to have multiple episodes with it and it's just like we're like dang we like we got to do something because we're just jacked on like spiritual energy and like it's just really admirable i i i am really proud of all of you guys and and you know it's it's i'm i'm taking notes and learning lessons of things that I need to work on or apply in my own life. And it's awesome to see you guys go out and and doing that. And and it's been super encouraging. Yeah. And I think it's uh, great that you guys are so open to share even some of the struggles and things like that, because I kind of like Sean had shared earlier, when you hear people that seem regular Mm -hmm. and how they (laughs) overcome their fear and how they step out or how they do something amazing, it's like, wow, 
if they can do it, yeah, maybe I, maybe God can call me to do that too. Or maybe I can do that too. Right. And it's like, I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to be Pastor Barry to do these <laughs> great things. Like, you know, Pastor, Pastor Barry does some great things, but it's like, I don't have to be Pastor Barry to do the great things. Like God can mm-hmm. use me in my fear, in my doubt, in my struggle, and I can do something great too. So yeah, I, I think it's so encouraging. Uh, Sydney, was there any opportunity that you want to share about time when you got to pray for someone, um, not from the Toledo group, but, oh, but yeah. on, you know, on the streets. yeah, on the street or an experience that you had or, you know, yeah, we just want to hear some more stories. So oh, yeah. is there anything specific that you would like to share? Um, I think, so we were doing treasure hunt one of the days and we were in the mall and we walked past the candy store and there was a lady working there and she waved at us. She's a really nice lady. Um, we walked past and then as soon as we walked past, I was like, oh man, like we need to go back. Right. So we, we took a loop, we came back, we went in and I went up to her and I was like, Hey, like, can we pray for you? And like immediately she was like, yes, like, yes, you can pray for me. Let me get over there. (laughs) And, um, her name was Robin. Um, super, super cool lady. And so we asked like, how can we pray for you? She, and, you know, she said that she had lost her husband, I think two years ago and his, the anniversary of his death was coming up. So we prayed for her for that. And then just for her family too. And after we prayed for her, um, I asked her like, Oh, like, are you a Christian? And she was like, yeah, I am. And then she like starts telling us her testimony mm-hmm. and it's this story of like, it's such a beautiful story of redemption and restoration, which is like, you know, a theme of our trip. And basically she shared how like she, you know, she got into drugs. She was a prostitute for a while. She was homeless and she was like beat on the streets and all these things. She suffered like domestic abuse and all these things. And we're like, oh my gosh, like our heart breaks for you. And then, but like she always had perspective of like how God redeemed that. Mm. And I think like she never really gave thought to all the hard things in her life, but she was so focused on look what God has done. Look at the redemption in her life. And I think that was so cool that she just shared her testimony with us in that candy store right there. Um, and then like she started praying in tongues too. And I was like, okay, like (laughs) dang Robin. Um, and she was just like so nice and she's just the sweetest lady. And it's, you know, funny because it's in a candy stop. Whoa. Candy store. And she's like the sweetest lady ever. And I think that was a really cool experience to get to know her um, and her story. And just, I guess, to see God's redemption at work in someone's life like that. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's an amazing story of the kind of the turnaround, right? Mm-hmm. Just you even just sharing, you know, some of the things that she was involved in. But for God to redeem that, it's like, wow. Yeah. For, for the rest of us, it's like, man, there's nothing that I can do that can separate me from God's, yeah. God's redemption mm-hmm. or God's ability to redeem it. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, so for you guys to experience that and, and see the transformation yeah. in her and the joy that she has and the focus that she has on, on the Lord's redemption in her life, I think that's a great example for you guys to be able to hear from and, you know, to just to recognize, like, it doesn't doesn't matter what you do, God can redeem it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, 
thanks for coming on. Is there anything that, you know, last parting comments that you'd like to share about your trip that you'd like, like, oh, I didn't get a chance to share this and I really want to share it. Is there anything that you guys would like for our listeners to talk about or to hear? Sam, he's raising his hand. He's got <laughs> something to say. Uh, so real quick, um, one of the things we did, I think like it was Thursday morning, was intercession. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, we, so I think like every week, uh, the YWAM base, they all come together and they all just pray for like different teams that are out and about and doing stuff. Um, so one of the teams we prayed for is the, you know, the team that was going across the U.S. Um, so they started in like uh, Colorado. I think they mm-hmm. went to like Arizona. They went to Vegas. Vegas and, you know, they're in... They're in LA right now. Uh, so when we, uh, when we prayed, I got the verse, I think it was Isaiah 43, 6. Um, and so, so yeah, I wrote that down on a paper and they all, you know, they all got papers with like the different words we got for them and like different things we prayed for. And uh, yeah, that was that. It was, it was cool and stuff. And I think that was, um, you know, like side note, I think that was something that was cool for me to experience because I think like I didn't really know what like intercession meant, I guess. Mm. And like feeling all of that and like being taking part in that, I think it um, like gave me confidence because I was like, there's people back at home that are like doing that for me because mm. Jerry mm-hmm. had us like pick out intercessors uh, before the trip and stuff. Um, but Anyway, back to that. Um, so when we got back, you know, we met the team and uh, we went to lunch with them at the loft. And um, we were talking to Amanda and she told me like, well, I think she was she was talking about like the papers or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, there was this like one verse that um, Karen was talking about the day before where she was like, Oh, there's one that's like uh, <laughs> I'll call you from the north and the south, or or something like that. And they were all like, I don't think that's a real verse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was the verse that I had wrote down, mm. um, and it was just I don't know. I think that was like, you know, first of all, it was cool because that was a verse that was you know like relevant to them, and it was uh, something that um, they had been talking about. But also, it was uh, you know. For me personally, it was a um, just more confirmation, I guess, Um, because I feel like throughout this trip, there was just so much confirmation for me that, you know, like God is real, I Mm. guess. Um, And there's just so many things like Grant's story or, you know, um, I don't know if you guys are going to have Kayla on, but Kayla had a similar story to Grant's Um, and you know, that story of the verse and stuff. And there's just so much confirmation that like God is real, I Mm. guess. And, um, yeah, that's all I have to say, I guess. (laughs) I think that's a pretty cool segue because, uh, (laughs) we are very lucky or I don't want to say lucky. We're very fortunate that God has actually given us, given us an opportunity to have one of the people that's on that YWAM trip that's going across the, the country that is going to be on an episode of Engage to Flourish. So we wow. we have an actual bonus episode. <laughs> so so Sam gave a little bit of intro. There is a team that is traveling from, they started in Minnesota, and right now they're in Los Angeles. And one of the members of that team 
actually joined us for a conversation. So we will be releasing that episode with William, a member of the Woo-woo. YWAM team. Yeah, that's that's crazy. We promised that Sam didn't know that beforehand, and so he was he was not <laughs> queuing into that yeah. for us. That was all natural, <laughs> organic. Yes, and it's it's an amazing story. And so we had a really fun conversation with William. And so you'll that's definitely one that you'll want to check out. And it's it's really cool just how God set up uh, their team to actually come to Catalyst on a Sunday, and it was totally a God thing. No one planned it, but God wanted us to all get together so it's really cool but thank you guys for coming on the show we really appreciate you and we really appreciate the obedience that you had in listening to the lord and taking steps of faith to share the gospel even in the face of a lot of no's and rejection you guys still continue to do that and continue to do it with good attitudes and really um spread and plant seeds for his kingdom so Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you. And to all of our listeners out there, may you experience God's heart for you to flourish in every season. Thanks for listening to the Engage to Flourish podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so that you don't miss any new content. You can also check out our sister podcast, Catalyst Stories, available on multiple platforms as well. We would also love for you to check out our church. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Stanford Middle School in Long Beach.